Welcome to the Good Dumps Podcast, episode 11. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. 11.5? Yeah. I mean, there was 11.1, there was 11.2. I mean, how many times have we tried recording this one fucking episode? Uh, Well, what happened was G-Man was so sad that the Rangers lost, he sabotaged the recording. That, and I took my computer and smashed it against the wall a couple of times. (laughs) Oh, man. So, it looks like we're going good right now. I don't know what the hell happened. But yeah, we recorded probably for an hour, hour and a half last week, and poof, nothing at the end of it. To be fair, like that entire episode was literally like just us bullshitting. Like it wasn't very, uh, you know. I try to, or we try to keep it sort of to a point, and you know, subject based. And we didn't do any of that. The last episode, the one that went to the wind, was literally just like. Yeah, so what do you think about Chara? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but there was a couple off-topic things. Like, we we started breaking down free agency out of butt-fuck nowhere. Yeah, which I guess, I mean, at this point, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit, but, like, to do, like, a full-ass episode of it, I think we'll probably uh, maybe wait until, you know, the off-season when there's actually moves being made, stuff like that, and maybe, like, make projections, like, oh, well, this guy would look good here. Yeah, there's a there's a couple minor things what you can get off right off the top. Uh Rangers signed who was it again? Sammy Play. Yeah, he and he got I think a million and a half. Yeah, it was one five two five, I think. Um he was injured like the entire season. So this I, I kinda saw this coming. I you know, it's kind of a show me contract because in the in the short, you know, piece that we had Sammy Blay, he did look like he, he kinda meant well. Yeah. So we would have loved to have seen more of that for the Rangers, but he got injured and he didn't play basically all season. And uh, I was kind of hoping like that would be like a like an ace in the hole of Gerard Gallant. Like out of nowhere, he'd be like, he's back like in the postseason, kick the the Rangers in the ass and get them to move. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think he's a good player. I think that's a that's a good contract. And. If he stays hypothetically, if he stays healthy throughout all of next season, he'll probably probably put up really good points, and then he's gonna want to get paid. But eh, cross that bridge. Yeah, and another thing I want to touch on: this came out the day after we, I guess, didn't record the podcast, and we just <laughs> we just talked to each other because we miss each other. Um, yeah. It was Capo Caco didn't know he was cut until right before the game. I I was, you know, in the episode that doesn't exist. Um, I we gotta. There's so many of those. Um, we gotta. Uh, I was talking about like I feel like there's more to this story, you know. I don't know what it is, but like the fact that Gerard Gallant wouldn't talk about it, and like there's just some mystery there, you know. Does did Gallant really think like oh the best line on the Rangers? I'm gonna take the big piece of that. Well, maybe now Filipino is the biggest piece of that. Honestly, Coppola is probably the smallest piece of that, but you know, they had chemistry and when they were on the fucking ice, they were skating like crazy. Did Gallant just think I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into fucking everything and just take a piece of that and see what happens. You do that in an elimination, an elimination game, you're an asshole. So I'm hoping that he's not an asshole and he had some sort of secret narrative. Like, you mentioned it the other day. Maybe Capo decided to go to a strip club the night before elimination game, like the Florida Panthers, you know, 
It's in the realm of possibility. You can't blame him for that. That is a solid move. I stand by that move. I will say this, that after I go to a strip club, I'm usually in a much better mood. So maybe that was the play, and Gerard didn't like that, so we caught him. I have no idea. I think there is a bigger story there that we're not getting. And, like, usually this far after, it's come out. You know, it's like, oh, well, Gerard Gallant cut Capo Caco because uh, he had, like, a fucking piece of metal in his eye or whatever. You know, who fucking cares? Just but, looks worse. It just looks worse yeah. because one, they lost, and two, Strom, who got the go because of Kako being cut or scratched, whatever. Yeah, he looked like garbage. The guy. I mean, listen. You know, I'm not He's a hurt. huge Strom fan, but you, it's, it was almost sad to watch. Like he was so injured. And again, this is one of those situations where you, I'm clearly showing my home team bias because I don't want Gerard Gallant to be wrong. Because this is my fucking head coach. So the fact that he made that decision, if there is no secret narrative, then that's just a really fucking stupid move. And that is depressing for a guy like me. Because I got, I mean, you know, he's definitely sticking around for next year. The Rangers never thought they'd make it this far. So there's no way he's going anywhere. And I'm not saying he should be fired. But you make a call like that in an elimination game. And if that is really all there is to it, fuck me, dude. That's some stupid bullshit. Yeah. And then we, what else do we touch base on briefly? Oh, God, uh, literally everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think of the big stuff that we missed. I know uh, the injuries the Oilers had came out. Dreisaitl had a sprained ankle. Um, yeah. tor- this happened yesterday. Torch signed with the Flyers. Yeah, I want to talk about that like in depth to a point because I've always loved John Tortorella. He's a ball buster. And I love his interactions with the media. Um, And a part of me doesn't... I never want to see the Flyers succeed because our good friend Vinny is a Flyers fan and he'll probably never shut up about it if they actually start to win games. But I, I like Tortorella enough. The Flyers have been shitty enough for long enough that if they started to do well, I think I would like that. However... <laughs> If you look at their roster, I don't see that happening ever. <laughs> at least well, not for dude, a while. Dude, their roster needs some TLC. Like they are dumpster you, fire right you now. Yeah. I mean But but maybe they look better with a better coach. Like because Torts does he's a good fucking He, he did is. wonders in New York. The only I think the only team he wasn't good with was Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, I think they had like a like a good point, you know. Like, I think that they they fell off, but I mean, listen, he was pretty good in Columbus too, you know. Like, oh well, Cam Tampa Bay. Yeah, but well, there, it, it's just not uh, nothing about the Flyers. Like, if you look at their their offensive players, it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. Well, I mean, and they got rid of they got rid of Gothis Bear, who I thought was a really good defenseman. Well, he had a pretty good year on uh, Phoenix, uh, Arizona, whatever the fuck they call themselves. Um, I think it's Arizona State University now. <laughs> good point. Um, he had like, and they literally traded him for nothing. So that's yeah. They were just though. making they were just making cap room on that one. Like they, yeah. it was clearly they lost faith in him. Okay, and but all right. Here's the thing. So with Philly, 2020. Um, 41 games played. I don't remember him being injured, but I guess he was. Nine goals, 11 assists. Okay, 20 points. It's not bad. He was a minus two. Um, in Arizona, 
82 games played, 14 goals, 37 assists, 51 points. Now he was a minus 23, but again, Arizona. Um, yeah, on a dog shit Arizona team. Yeah, I, you know, he obviously had twice as many games. Oh, literally twice as many games. Well, he, put, he didn't um, miss a game, it sounds like. Yeah, no, he didn't. But the, the year prior when he was with Philly, he had 41 games, so half. But so that's gonna he, if he plays like he did this year, he'll be he'll be traded. I don't know. I mean, listen, he's having a bounce unless back he, unless he likes unless he likes Arizona. I mean, apparently yeah. a lot of guys go there and they do like it. So yeah. I can't. I I don't like to shit on them all the time. And be like, oh yeah, they're just playing well to get out of get out of there. Well, it's also you know it's a different market. You know, Philly's a pretty uh, hockey heavy team. You know, it's like you know not playing at Montreal or. New York, where there's a lot of uh, media attention, you go to the desert, and you know they have maybe five fans and a coyote. Like it's, it's much less pressure playing for the Coyotes because everybody kind of expects them to fail. Yeah, um, you know, I, I he might stay in Arizona. I mean, if Arizona, knowing Arizona, if they can get a draft pick for him, he's gone. But he had he did have a, a pretty bounce back year. I mean, he doubled his point his uh, point production. And again, the minus, yeah, that's shitty, but he's also on Arizona. Like, they, their whole team were minuses, I'm sure. Yeah, and Clayton Keller got hurt at one point, so there's your best player. Phil Kessel, I mean... Who? Yeah, Phil Kessel's Phil Kessel. He's eating hot dogs and slamming Coca-Cola on the bench. Yeah, I'm sure he loves it, you know? The fact that he doesn't have to deal with being in Pittsburgh or being in Toronto... Like, he's probably stoked on that. Although and he then we got. Yeah, he's he's free agent. Yeah, so I don't know where he goes. Maybe he resigns there. I don't know. Their their team is. Arizona's. It, I think Arizona's own looks almost as good as Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> no, Arizona looks better in my opinion. You know, yeah. I don't know about uh, you know, points wise or any of that bullshit, but. I mean, if you again, Clayton Keller is really good. Um, well, Lawson as Krause. always, as always, Philadelphia's got to figure out their goaltending. Of course, but I see that's the thing. Like, there's a there's a very strange part of me that really likes Carter Hart. Um, like hypothetically, if he was sent to another team, I could see him kind of panning out a little better. You know, he's only 23. He's a baby, so. You know, you, you've seen that before where goalies that play in Philly just don't work out and then they go somewhere else and it's like, oh, oh, th- this is you now. OK, you know, yeah, I mean, a very good example of that. Maybe one of your favorites. My Target boy. Problem. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Was, were you no, I thought you were going to say Ilya Brzezgalov. Oh, well, <laughs> Jesus. The, the bear? Yeah. <laughs> Only no, afraid I mean... of Baron Woods. <laughs> I, um. No, uh, Prisgalov, uh, son of a bitch. Now you got me fucked up. Uh, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Yeah, like he left Philly, and I think he won the Vesna the next year. It might have been like two years after. I'm not 100%. But, and it he, was a couple years after. Um, it, you know, so I, I think that Carter Hart still has a chance. And if you could put, you know, a fairly good defense around him. Plus, Torts, Torts plays a style that'll protect a goalie. You know, there's a lot of blocked shots. Um, he's like a, you know, he, he plays a heavy, he plays a Philly style of hockey, you know? Um, and they even said it, there was, uh, whoever, uh, the Chuck Fletcher, I think. Yeah. Chuck Fletcher is the GM for Philly. 
he said, like, you know, we hired Torts because we want a team with a little more grit. You know, that's been Philly's identity for such a long time. And, you know, I would love to see a, a move back towards that, a really gritty game. But, like, I don't know, dude. Do you get that uh, gritty game out of Kevin Hayes? Like, yeah. Kevin Hayes. Well, he was hurt. A million year. a year. Sorry. God. <laughs> he was so good. Kevin Hayes? <laughs> yeah, so Kevin Hayes is good. Kevin Hayes is not 7 million good. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't know if he's 7 million good, but he's at least nah. at least 5 million good. Um, let's see. Oh god. 2021 season. Well, he only played 48 games. He had 31 points. Yeah, I know he was hurt. And I he also he did just lose his brother. Yeah, that's that's a shitty thing. Um, you know, I again, I, Kevin Hayes was a Ranger. I liked him as a Ranger. He had like, you know, some good some good moments. Uh, seven million. That's ugh. that's really ugh. like he's the second highest player, pay, highest paid player on that team behind Sean Couturier. Sean Couturier is making seven point seven five. Yikes! Like all of their contracts, I don't like any of their contracts. I like Ivan Provorov six and a half. Actually, no, six and a third. Nope. Rasmus Ristolainen five million. Unless he fucks shit up. No. James Van Riemsdyk for seven million. No, yeah, that's a bit of an overpayment. Dude, all of these contracts are fucking horrendous. You know, well, it's because they were on the bubble uh, the last couple of years, and they were just trying to throw money at people to get them to sign, and it's just not working out. Yeah, there's not. Like, I look at their team. They drafted Nolan Patrick number two overall. He he didn't work out. He's had concussion and head issues since before he entered the league. Yeah. And look, now he's on Vegas. Yeah. Um, you know, the only shining star that really comes out to me on the Flyers is uh, your favorite defenseman in the world. Keith Yandel. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, he's not even on there anymore. No, nah, I know he's UFA, but I just had to bring that up. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, honestly, like I look at their team and I'm like, I don't like any of these people. You know, Cam Atkinson's all right, I guess. And they Cole did Yandel dirty. What was that? They did Yandel dirty this season. Yandel kind of did Yandel dirty himself, you know? Dude, I they, mean, again, Keith there was, I like. They were already out of the playoffs, and I get they wanted to play young guys. Oh, oh, you're talking the Iron Man thing. Yeah, they fucked yeah, his shitty. Iron Man streak. That was shitty, I agree. So At that point, I like, wouldn't expect to see him back there. No, because if you're Keith Yandel, that was like, you know, that's like your legacy, essentially, you know? So that is pretty shitty that they did that. Um, I'm curious to see where he goes, if anywhere. I mean, he's he's 35. He could he could probably, you know, he could hang it up hypothetically. Maybe and, he's and changed the cup. But if I am correct about this, the Iron Man streak currently is held by Phil Castle. That sounds right. I don't really know enough to to say no. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's still him, but uh, that's just funny to say that Phil Kessel is the Iron Man. Like, yeah, I am the Iron Man. Phil Kessel <laughs> is the the chunky man. <laughs> All right, let's get to this game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. It was a doozy. Holy shit! <laughs> that building was buzzing, yeah. and Colorado came out hot. And then all of a sudden, it just fucking flipped. 
Like, I left the room for fucking 10 minutes or some shit. Like, I wasn't gone very long, and Tampa Bay tied it. Yeah. And the thing that's weird to think about, because, you know, as if, if you watched the game, which it, I didn't watch the whole game. I got, like, bits and pieces, but I did catch most of the third. And it's like, you almost forget, like, the third had action, just no goals. And then, like, the Burkowski goal, it was kind of a fluke. You know, it went over Victor Hedman. Like, it, it's not, at the end of the day, the puck went in the net, so it's fucking game over. But this, it's weird to watch this game for me because I went real heavy on Tampa, you know, and I don't want Tampa to win. Like, I am actively rooting for the Avalanche. However, like, goaltending wise, it's just such a weird composition because I, I Darcy Kemper's okay, but Vasilevsky's the best of the league. And it was, I always said it was going to be this matchup, or I said it in the episode that doesn't exist. You either need Colorado's offense to be the best in the league, which is tough because Tampa's basically, they're definitely one of the best in the league. So you need Colorado's offense to be that much better than Vasilevsky to win in the game. In their defense. Well, they do, no, so that's the thing, too. They do have very good defense. So you can argue that, like, the defense picks up a little bit of the slack for Darcy Kemper. Well, um, Cal McCarr is one of the best players on the ice right now, regardless. I See, I think that, but game one for me, he didn't blow me away. Honestly, like he played well. I'm not saying he played poorly, but he's definitely played better games. I'll say that. <clears throat> no, but you definitely saw the bigger impact on the other side with Braden Point coming back for game one. I feel like that's been a, a common theme with these playoffs where you have like a piece like that who comes back and just kind of rallies the troops. Uh, unfortunately for Tampa, it really wasn't enough. But I mean, you know, I think, he, yeah, he had a goal, you know, so there was definitely, I mean, it could, probably wouldn't have went to overtime if he wasn't there. <sighs> also, I'm sorry if you hear me fucking coughing. I have a fucking frog in my throat. It's not COVID. Just worth noting. I, mean, I know I'm definitely it, coughing it's just, in the background. It's just semen. Yeah. Long night. Uh-huh. But yeah, so, I mean, they lost in, Tampa Bay lost in overtime, but I think this series, after actually watching the game, I mean, I think I missed... 10 minutes of the second period, something like that. I had something that came up in the middle of it. But watching the third, watching the overtime, I think it's going to come down to the coaching. I think whoever can make the little adjustments during the game better is going to win because there was a big turnaround in how Tampa came out and how they finished that game. And also, I think I would like to see Corey Perry step up and do a little more. Well, you know, if this game gets as gritty as I think it's going to, they're going to need a guy like Corey Perry. Um, You know, if if what you're saying is true and this goes to coaching, I did. I also mentioned this in uh, the other episode. You know, Jared Bettner, he's he's not John Cooper. That's for shit. Sure. You know, he's also not Um, a bad coach. No, no, he's good. But, you know, it depends. If you match up Jared Bettinard to Gerard Gallant, you know, one of my biggest arguments is that Gallant got outplayed as a coach during the conference finals. So Yeah, I think that's a, that and the injuries is what really fucked him. Sure. I mean, I'm not blaming it at all on him. But, you know, if I'm putting Gerard Gallant versus Jared Bednar, I'm putting Gallant higher. I am. So 
yeah, I don't know that that's a matchup you want if you're a Colorado fan. Um, you know, like I said, I think you really just need Colorado's offense to do what Colorado's offense does. And, uh, you know, if your defenseman can really hold it down like they've been, um, you know, I, I, I just thought of something that I wanted to look up. It, what? <laughs> Who the fuck? Is Gerard back from injury? You know? No, he should. I think he's dead. Is he? I, they, I think he broke his collarbone or something. Oh, maybe. I um, I wasn't sure if he came back because that is a huge piece of their defense. Um, oh, broken sternum. You're right. Yeah, so he's not playing. Sternum. That's... I don't know why I keep saying collarbone. Just oh, it's the same piece of the body. It's fine. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, they are a man down. Their their defense is very good, nonetheless, but. You guys, you know, your your top guys need to be your top guys because Sam Gerrard has always, he's been a big piece of that Colorado team since he came into the league. And, well, and um, they're going to try to rush, rush Kadri into the series with a broken thumb. And yeah. we'll see how that affects him. You know, I, honestly, similar to what I was saying before, that might be a big boost for uh, Colorado, you know, just to have him back. He's also a gritty guy. You know, you could, I could see him just taping that shit up and fucking getting back to the play. Um, he might not well, score you a ton of I goals, but you'll get that grip back. That's the thing. I think it's going to affect his his ability to move the puck and his yeah. his shot. But we'll see because I mean, these guys are going to be either he's going to be fucking hopped up on painkillers or something. He's going to be going giving him that Joe Biden. But, uh, I wish we could all get that sometimes. <laughs> I wanted to shit my pants and fucking people say I'm a good man because of it. Yeah. I just get asked to leave the Walmart. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is, it's going to be a tough one. And then I look at it and I go back and forth because I want Tampa to win it. Yeah. And I like, I want to see him do the three-peat, and I want to see Pat Maroon get his fourth, and I want to see Corey Perry get one more. Yeah. That's the main, that's the main reasons I want to see Tampa win it. On the other I side, always... I, want to, I want to see McKinnon get his first. Yeah, that's true. And, dude, Colorado has a lot of guys coming off contract next season, so it's going to be tough for them to... You know, what they have right now is not what they're going to have tomorrow, where Tampa Bay is the opposite. Tampa Bay has a lot of guys that are signed, good to go. Like, they're not going anywhere. So, if you, you know, uh, you know, Nazem Kadri's gone, Duchushkin, Darren Helm, Cogliano, Burakovsky, Arturi Lekkinen. Like, oh, actually, Lekkinen's an RFA. But, like, all of these guys are gone next season. So, what you have right now in Colorado, you will not have next year. Well, I don't know. I think I think a good amount of them will resign. I mean, they might, you know, if you can get friendly contracts. But listen, <clears throat> change this over to Tampa, right? Next season, the only guy that they're losing, well, to uh, Palat's UFA and uh, Paul's UFA. Uh, I don't necessarily know that Palat leaves. He might sign a friendly contract. Paul is Maroon a UFA next year? Uh, I don't think so. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. And I think Perry oh, only yeah. signed a one-year deal. Uh, Maroon and uh, Corey Perry are both on the team next year, both at $1,000 oh, a piece. Maroon actually has two years left. 
So he has next year and the following year at a thousand. Dude, and I I love Pat Maroon. I've loved him since he was on the Devils. I forgot that Pat Maroon was on the Devils. <laughs> I think everybody. Yeah. Knew. Um, even the Devils. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, the pieces that they have. The talking about Tampa. You got Victor Hedman for three more years. You got Ryan McDonough for four more years. Sergachev for one. Chernak for one. Um, Vasilevsky you have until the dawn of time, which, I mean, you can't argue with that contract. Um, Nikita Kucherov signed forever. Braden Point signed forever. Stammer, he has two more. Um, and then, you know, after next year, that's when you're going to start seeing problems. But up until that point, and even still, you know, like I said, Kucherov and Point are there forever. Um, Victor Hedman and McDonough have three to four more years, respectively. Stammer has two. Stammer's also getting up there. He'll be 34 when that contract's over. So I think when that contract's over, he's going to fucking retire. You might as well. Or, you know, maybe a friendly, you know, like a two-year at four mil apiece for Tampa. You know, the great thing about signing in Tampa is that, you know, no taxes. So you can sign whatever the fuck you want, and you know you're making exactly that. So yeah. that's, that's another reason I really want Colorado to win, because if Colorado doesn't win this year, they have a lot of pieces but they're going to have a lot of dancing with the salary cap. They have a lot of it. Like they have 25 mil in the salary cap, but there's a lot of stuff that you're going to lose. And then you have to replace key players. Again, a guy like Kadri, he's a tough guy to replace if you can't make him resign. So I think he, I think win or lose Kadri. Actually, no, because I said that, I think I was going over that last episode. I think if Kadri, Kadri resigns, if they don't win the cup, but if they win the cup, he doesn't re- get resigned. If they, I think if they don't win the cup, he resigns because Colorado's his best chance to get a cup, right? Yeah, that's why I just said. Did I say that backwards? I think you did. Yeah, oh, I'm also kind of an idiot. Yeah, I'm so. retarded. If yeah. he, if they win the cup, I think he goes for greener pastures because at that point, now he can go out and get a bag for himself. You know. He can go to a random team and be like, I want $9 million. And they're going to be like, you know, you're Nazem Kadri, right? He's going to be like, yes. Also, here's my Stanley Cup. And they're like, all right. Yeah, okay. So, uh, $9 million. All right. <laughs> you want some signing bonuses too? Here you go, buddy. Who uh, fucking rolls in with the, to any negotiation with the cup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, no, I like, would. Yeah, you, that's a fucking power move. <laughs> you know? What, what do you fuck? want to do with your day with the cup? Um, I want to go negotiate some contracts. I'm gonna find out where I'm working next year. <laughs> the, the only bad part about that is the guy in Colorado he's negotiating with is fucking Joe Sackick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. do you really want to play a dick measuring contest with that guy? Yeah. Do you see all my rings? <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking loaded up. Um, yeah. I think oh, uh, man. it's it, dude. And the thing I like about this is it's two good teams. Like it's not bullshit Montreal from last yeah. year. Like I like that. It's a very evenly matched final. Yes. I, again, I, this is, it's a very strange matchup. I, I thought Tampa was going to win. I still do. But uh, I would love to see Colorado take it out. Again, it's a big piece for me that um, Colorado is going to have to make a lot of changes next year. Plus, just just fuck Tampa all around. You know, as a, as a guy who, you know, usually when you're... That's, team because, loses, 
to That's because team. they were like New York Rangers South. Of course. You don't want to see anybody secede after they Decide leave the Rangers. Succeed or succeed. <laughs> succeed. Kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> They've always done that. They've always had Whatever a makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and I like Ryan. I liked, I liked Ryan McDonough. I liked him as a Ranger. I even liked him for the first like, couple years in Tampa. But now I don't like him anymore. Fuck Ryan McDonough. You loved him. I did. And even, you know, well, actually, to be fair, now, the last year or two that Ryan McDonough was on the Rangers, I got very critical of him. Um, you know, he, and it, it wasn't necessarily his fault, but his play was just kind of meh. Um, a really cool stat that I found out about McDonough is he has the most block shots in the playoffs in the history of the NHL, which I think is cool. Another random fact about Ryan McDonough is he's 33, which I didn't think he was that old. But, um, I hate Tampa. And like I was saying before, like, when your team loses to a team, you kind of hope they win just because you could be like, oh, well, the Rangers would have won. They just had to face Tampa, you know? Yeah, but, they uh, ran into this juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is very true. I mean, Tampa Bay is, is stacked. So, you know, there is definitely some salt to my choice. But <laughs> who, do you th- who do you got in game two? I think uh, Tampa pulls this one out tonight. I, I'm curious to see how it works out. I, I agree that Tampa could definitely win. But being in Colorado, I think, is is pretty important. Um, I, I, you know, I, I love tooting my own horn. But even prior to the start of these playoffs, I said how important home gain advantage would be. Um, I still think that's true. Uh, you know, Tampa walked all over the Rangers, but that was more them than anything. Um, but not, but they didn't in the first two games. Yeah, but those games were in the Garden. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it, it was, it was interesting because after the first two games, you're like, oh fuck, this is gonna be a rough one, and then Tampa just flipped that switch and yeah, four out them. Yeah, I, I like I said, uh, I think Tampa will win. Um, maybe not tomorrow, but I think that they will win the series itself. So maybe in six or seven. So you got Tampa and seven. I'll take yeah, Tampa and seven. That seems like a fair. Oh, you know what would be a cool idea for an episode? Probably shouldn't be talking this during an episode, but uh, we should go back to our predictions and see how they panned out. Like maybe next episode, you know? Oh, I think I just fucking tossed those. <laughs> you what? You threw them out? <laughs> yeah, sick. I think I just I think I just threw them out. Hold on, let me just double check because I have all my stuff right here. You stuck. <laughs> I may not have. Hold on. Well, nope, I no. didn't. I thought about it, but they're right here. Perfect. All right. Well, don't throw them out. <laughs> <Next> <laughs> I almost threw them out the other day because they fell out of my notebook. I have for I have a little notebook that I make notes for the podcast. Yeah. So I have a similar notebook, uh, but I lost <laughs> my pen, so I can't actually write anything down anymore. And then <laughs> you, you just stare at it sadly. You can't go get. You can't. Find yeah. No. I. I I uh, I don't know. I, I could. All right. I so will. this next episode is gonna have ads on it, so Gerard can afford a pen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're gonna start a start a, a GoFundMe so I can get some fucking money and buy pens. It's it's, it's, stru- it it's struggle bus out here. You seen the price of gasoline? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much is it up there, by the way? What are you guys uh, sitting there? Just broke five. I've seen five oh four. That's kind of around where it's at. Oh, that's that's depressing. Yeah, you're telling me. Fucking Kerry drives an hour to and from work. Like, it ain't easy being this fucking beautiful. I'm going to have to start OnlyFans. 
the only way. Well, you get get the firefighter gear on. You get some people going for that. That's what I do. Not even kidding. Somebody said that at the academy the other day. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They were like, "Yeah, just send pictures of your feet." I was like, "I'm wearing boots." <laughs> <laughs> just dirty boots, and people are like, "Oh, please more." Yeah, no, it's not as attractive as you think, especially because, like, at the academy, um, there's uh, the <laughs> the hydrant system is broken right now because county, you know. And uh, the way that we get water is by drafting it through a lake. And drafting is essentially just sucking the water through a fire truck and sending it wherever we need it. Uh, but this lake is so fucking gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> it looks like where the Legion of Doom is held. So it, it, you, you have to use this water to put out fires and shit like that. And now that water is fucking all over your gear. And now this gear is not water resistant, so it gets on your clothes. And you have to see my shower the day after a fucking drill. It's just green. It's so fucking nasty. Um, there's there's like nothing attractive about fish in your pocket. Yeah, no, I'm pulling out fucking Blinky from The Simpsons, who's got three eyes. Like, it's so gross. But, uh, yeah, no, nothing attractive rough. about that. Oh, it's a good time. We have a lot of fun. But anyway, yeah, Tampa and Seven. I'm, 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 I fucking hate Tampa. I'm done with them. All right, so hold on. Let me, because uh, I don't think we actually made official predictions for this series. So I'm going to write this down right now. G-Man has Tampa Bay in seven. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you know what? Just for the the fact that I want to be contrarian, I'm going to say Colorado and six. I, that is where I would like it to end, you know, but I don't think it will. All right. So that's on the piece of paper that I won't throw out before, uh, <laughs> I, before I had my that. fancy podcast notebook. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you don't run out of pages cause, uh, you're going to need some, uh, some donations quick. Rod needs pen. <laughs> Sorry, I I, I have a pen. I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we'll, we're, funnel, we'll, we'll here's what we'll, we'll do. I'll everything ship my to notebook you. to you so you have both. <laughs> I don't have a pen and you have paper. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I, uh, I mean, I, I only had a couple more topics that I personally wanted to touch on. Um, the first of those being that Donov going to Montreal. Uh, amazing. The troll jobs on the internet is great. Oh, is it? I missed it. Anaheim Ducks uh, commented, Vegas put up their official trade thing on Twitter, and then they're like, Dadunov going to uh, Montreal for Shea Weber. Mm-hmm. Anaheim tweets, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Are you yeah, sure about that? Where, where were they going to send him after that whole debacle? I think he was going to go to Calgary. Uh, it might have but been... But some, pa- some paperwork Edmonton. wasn't no, filed no, no. correctly. Um, um, fuck. Ottawa? I think it, it was Calgary. Calgary or Ottawa. One of those Canadian teams that were red. Yeah. Those Canadians. Canadians. The, the Canadians! <laughs> For anybody who's played NHL and heard that 50 times. That was, a, what, like, a game. that was a while ago. That was 14. Yeah, the Canadians. That was prior to uh, Doc Emmerich, and now we have some random guy. 
You know what we don't have in, in NHL? GM fucking connected. <laughs> Get you know on it, ESPN. I was uh, I was looking at something because they brought up that EA just lost the rights to FIFA. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, and then apparently they updated Madden a little bit. The new Madden that's going to come out, they're going to add some features, blah, blah, blah. Still, they need to bring back GM Connected. Correct. Because apparently the their license with the NFL ends soon. So I looked it up. EA has the NHL license till 2030. Holy shit. So we have eight more years of bullshit before we... I bet you within the last two years, they actually make the game worth a damn. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's when they have to. Yeah, the last two years of the contract, like, I don't give a fuck. Give this thing to fucking 2K or somebody. Just get Give it to my cousin Clark, you know? Anybody. Somebody has to be able to do a better job. I'm tired of the fucking microtransactions. And like, you know, I, I'm not, I don't give a shit. Like I don't do HUD, you know, and I don't remember the NFL, uh, the uh, NFL version of it, but I don't do any of that shit. I stopped buying Madden games. I can't tell you how long ago. Um, I probably haven't bought an NHL since 2020, I want to say, maybe 21. They do this sale where they sell it for like 20 bucks every year. And eventually I'm like, well, $20, $20, you know what I mean? That's only like yeah, it is. <laughs> that's only like you know a blowjob in the back of a Taco Bell. Like I can make that work, but it's just hold not... on, I gotta go make twenty dollars real quick. <laughs> yeah, right. I heard twenty twenty two is on sale. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I, listen, I am on full protest. You know, Madden. I love playing Madden games, but I don't play it that much that I'm gonna buy it every year. Um, so that was an easy one to cut off. NHL. I really love playing the NHL games. But I have one request. I literally just want GM connected, and I am on full protest until it comes back. And every year they talk about it, and every year it doesn't fucking happen. Well, uh, it it wouldn't be so bad if there was something to compensate. But like you said, I don't play fucking hockey ultimate team. Like it's yeah. too involved. Like I don't want to fucking open up packs of cards and fucking worry about contracts expiring after three games. Like, yeah. I'll just go play franchise mode and do a fantasy draft. They also have, you know, whenever you play those games, you get matched up against guys who just went out, spent a thousand dollars on packs, and now they have every fucking player under the sun. So you, you yeah, I don't want to get beat the fuck up because Billy just got a <laughs> gift card for fucking Christmas. Exactly. And that's what happens, you know, because I've tried giving HUD a chance and it just never fucking I, I it, it does nothing for me. And they have, to be fair, they've added other like game modes, but nothing ever stuck out to me. People were real big on the, the 94 Pro mode. Has, the Be a Pro has gotten a lot better. But see, I disagree still, with it, that. Be a Pro. No, see, the, they, the, it was good the last, it was, so I can't say for last year's game, the year before, because I haven't played the new, newest one. Yeah. But on... When they started, where there's like, there's actual like cutscenes and stuff. It's on the right path, but it got so fucking repetitive. Exactly. That after your exactly. set, after your second gear, you don't want to fucking like. I don't give a fuck if a yacht gives me plus two stick handling for. <laughs> I can't fucking drive it into fucking the Chelsea Pier or some shit. So <laughs> why are you fucking giving it to me? Yeah, it's the the that was definitely obnoxious. Um, again, like you said, with the cutscenes, it was always the same thing over and over and over again. Like there wasn't any real 
you know, if you're going to do that many cutscenes, you need variety. And like, and it's always the, like, like I got drafted by the Rangers. I, dude, if Capo Caco talked to me one more time, I was fucking requesting a trade. Yeah, <laughs> I think that like um, the biggest thing was every single game, the coach pulled you over and said, "We have to do this," and it was like score a goal. Like, oh, well, you are you kidding me? Is that what we're supposed to be doing out here? Fuck me, yeah. I've been out here fucking trying to pick up all the ice with my fucking stick, you know? I've just been doing the dump and chase every time. <laughs> Is that not what we do? Are we not the New York Rangers? Come on. Uh, I oh, thought I we were playing. Puck in the net we were... And all my stats are 99, so I can do that with absolutely no effort? Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. I, and like I said, like I, I see what they're doing, but this is exactly why the company itself sucks. It's because it's a really good idea. I like what you're thinking, but you can't execute because you make a game every fucking year. You know, GTA doesn't come out with a new game for 27 years. But when it comes out, it's a fucking masterpiece. So how about instead of making a game every single year, you make a game every two years or every three years? Or what I would prefer, you make and one just single game. do roster updates. Exactly. You make a game called NHL. Not NHL 12 or 13 or 14, just NHL. Or NHL the game or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And even if you do that, and every year you sell a fucking roster update for... Let's say 40 bucks. That's too much. But let's, because it's EA, they're going to try to get their fucking, their blood one way or another. Well, they can do that. They can up it with that DL. If they do that like DLC every year, 35 bucks, everybody gets updated. Any changes to stadiums, uh, minor league teams that might get added in, like the Kraken's team is going to be ready next year. Yep. Um, This is what I expect with that update, though. If I pay. Yeah. If $43 or whatever I'm paying. Now I'm paying for what's essentially a subscription, which we're already doing because every idiot buys NHL every year. I'm saying if I'm paying for that subscription, I want roster date updates like that. So hypothetically, if I pay for this year's roster update, Shea Weber just got traded to Golden Knights. That trade is done. That's the next update. Now Shea Weber is on the Knights and Dodonov is on Montreal. I don't want to have to fucking wait for the next year's roster update for that trade to go into place because I'm paying for a subscription. It's like Netflix. When Netflix comes out with a new fucking movie, I can watch it on my phone. So that's got to be taken care of. The deadline, I want updates coming out my wazoo, you know, because I'm paying well, they, for this every fucking year. Well, I noticed that when I used to play Madden every every year, bought it every year, I noticed uh, there was a disclaimer. It was either on the box or somewhere when you were downloading something where it said that <clears throat> roster updates will only happen until – we after week 17 there will be no roster updates so week 17 would come you get your final roster update but then if somebody goes off in the playoffs their stats ain't getting updated like yeah again it's kind of the same thing i'm paying for a subscription i want up i want updates good updates you know nhl has updates but they're fucking useless like i've never seen an update during a season where i was like wow that's actually like pretty game changing you know it's usually like a bug fix, and the biggest bug that they have, glitch goals, has never been fixed. So, well, eh. it's because they can't. They think the one timer or cross crease passes are the best thing ever. Yeah, I one another thing that I mean, listen, I could branch about EA for the next seventy four days, but another thing I have a problem with is they tried to get real big into esports, right? So they made like an NHL um, league. But, yeah, they just had the final thing for it. I saw it on Sportsnet's YouTube. I was like, I ain't fucking watching that shit. Yeah, their version of... It's it's team versus team. So it's one guy versus one guy. And I was like, 
That's the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard of. Because <clears throat> if you take, for example, Overwatch, which is probably, if I'm not guessing, the most popular... It was the thing that made esports popular, right? You, it was team-based yeah. teams. There's six, team, six guys on a team, and they were playing six other guys on a team, right? That was part of all the hype, you know? People went out and bought jerseys. I bought jerseys. I was a huge fucking Overwatch nerd. I went to the fucking live shows, the whole nine. Um... Uh, you still are, but that's different. No, 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 I really don't. I wish I was. I, I used to love uh, watching those games. I just can't get into it anymore. But COVID kind of killed it well, for Overwatch me. Overwatch 2 is going to be coming out. No, I know. I mean, uh, my buddy Mike is still really big into it, so he'll shoot me an update every now and then. Um, But so you could have very easily, you could have had that exact dynamic if you did EASHL instead of this 1v1 bullshit. You would have had teams of six. Exactly like the Overwatch League, uh, one goalie, two defensemen. That would be forward, the way right? to do it. Exactly. Like, why That's put so that? Much more why put that infrastructure in place yep. and not fucking use it, dude? How much fun did we have with the boys playing EA SHL? Yeah, that was. I mean, if you look at what the fans actually like about this game. It, that's always been it, you know? There are, Again, there are guys that play Hut, and I know it's, like, popular on YouTube, but the guys who are actually playing this game, I would love to see the numbers. Like, if EA had the numbers, and it was, like, X amount of people play EASHL, X amount of people play Hut, da 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 Like, the people who play Hut are the people who probably, like, <laughs> this is gonna sound mean. I don't care. They probably don't have jobs. Their life is dedicated to playing that one single game, you know? EASHL is more the casual player. So... You know, the the guy who just hops on, plays a couple dropping games, and then fucking goes and, I don't know, goes to work or, like, plays with the dog or something, you know? So, if you wanted to get, like, the general public, like, the basic normal people, you have to involve EASHL. And again, that gives you, like, people to follow. Like, that gives personality to the game. I couldn't under, I couldn't imagine who fucking thought that it was going to be a good idea to have the 1v1s, especially because all those, I, I mean, I don't know if you actually watched that video, but I peaked it. Glitch goals, glitch goal, glitch goal, glitch goal, glitch goal. These guys know how to score goals because essentially they're making money doing it. So they know exactly where to skate to. They know exactly where to shoot. They know exactly how to position their sticks. So what is attractive about that? Nothing. Not for me. And you could argue that in EASHL that could be possible. But at the same time, that's a breakdown because you have two independent defensemen. And if you know where the glitch goals come from, which as a defenseman, we all do, you have to attack those guys. And then it becomes a passing game. It becomes a dynamic. And you gotta, they got to fix the goalies. They got to fix whatever fucking programming they do for the goalies. But but in this in this they, hypothetical world, there would be human goalies. So it doesn't matter. Well, dude, even human goaltending is the hardest fucking position to control. Impossible. Impossible. You really do just get lucky. Um, and there are guys that are good at it, but it's not. It's basically impossible to master that, you know. And I don't really necessarily even blame that on EA, but. I, I do think that if you put enough money and time into it, you probably could figure out a better way or a way to make goaltending easier. Uh, you know, it feels like they they were feels like they looked at it. They're like, good enough, slapped a yeah. band oh, on that's, it. That's every year. They do that every yeah. year. They set they set a fucking release date before the game's even done. Like what? And there are games that have done that, but they'll delay it. You know, how many years was Halo delayed for? How many years? Fucking Dead Island Two. Dead Island Two was supposed to come out in like two thousand seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it's every year they just throw this dumpster out there and stuck and people just nom, 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 just eating up the car. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Ugh. I can't do it anymore. I, I'm not spending sixty dollars for a fucking half a game. 
No, but twenty bucks for the roster update is pretty much exactly. what we do. That's what we yeah we basically do. Even this year, I saw it for I think it was twenty five. I said nope, not doing it. Fuck EA, you're not getting my money, you cocksuckers. Yeah, um, no, I'm wait. I'm I'm still waiting on it. Yeah, I love that this conversation started with us talking about the Donov and Weber. <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else besides uh, we talked about the Donov? We did we talk about Gibson? No, we did not. Uh, Anaheim Ducks goalie John Gibson wants to be traded. Um, then it came out that he doesn't necessarily want to be traded. That he said something along the lines of, "If the Ducks aren't going to be a contender, then trade me. But if we're a contender, I'll stay." So that means he's going to be there until the trade deadline. And every fucking Devils fan is like, oh, John Gibson's going to the Devils. Like, I don't know what the fuck you think we're going to get for him because they're not, we're not giving up the second overall pick for fucking Gibson. Yeah. And we're, they're not going to take fucking, they're not going to take fucking Pavel Zaka and Miles Wood for him. So that's a moot point. I, don't, I honestly don't see Gibson going anywhere. You know? I think that he wants to stay there. Um, you know, everyone's saying like, "Oh, he's not happy because the Ducks are losing," and you know, they arguably just lost one of their. Well, no, they just de- they definitely did just lose one of their best players, if not their best player, Ryan Getzlev. Um, but you know, I think he's okay with staying in Anaheim. Um, he's not. He he's competitive. Obviously, he's he's twenty eight years old. He wants to win, but I think he's okay to just spend his time at Anaheim. They have some good pieces, so... I think he only gets moved if at the draft they get an unbelievable offer for him. Yes, I could see that, for sure. And Um, if not, he stays there until the trade deadline, and if the... At the trade deadline, if the Ducks are in a spot where they're, like, in the bubble or in the playoffs, he stays. If not... He gets traded, and then we'll see him in fucking Montreal or some shit. Well, there's a couple of things. Like for one, he has a no he has no movement trade clause, so if he doesn't want to go, he's not going anywhere, right? Two, uh, Anaheim has a ridiculous amount of cap going into next year, right? Yeah, so, they do. They could load up pretty good. Yeah, so that's uh, that was my point. Like they could go out and spend some money. You know, they have some guys they have to resign, but I mean, if I if I'm not mistaken, yeah, projected cap space thirty nine million dollars. Um, okay, you can make some moves. You know, you could go out and get Evgeny Malkin, or you could go out and get well, I wouldn't pay PK Subban a lot, but you could get him. You know, Claude Giroux, Phil Kessel, Chris Letang. There's a lot of guys. Patrice Bergeron. You know. All these guys. Are, I don't. I don't think he goes anywhere besides Boston. It's Boston or bust for that. I think so too. But it is absolutely in the realm of possibility. You know, like yeah. if he he might want to go out there and get a fucking big. You know, he he made a lot of money in Boston, but Anaheim has the money to pay him whatever the fuck he wants because they're probably closer to the ceiling floor than the ceiling. Uh, fucking the cap floor to the cap ceiling. So they have to spend that money regardless. Oh, one you know? one million cap increase this year. By the way, I'd be even better. You know, like don't everybody go out spending it all in one place? But uh, yeah, well, I mean that's like that's that's like fifteen players for 
for the Buffalo Sabres. Everybody's signed the league minimum. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, I think if Anaheim goes out and picks up like a big name, that'll be enough to keep Gibson happy because he does want to win, you know? And they do have some pretty decent pieces on Anaheim. Those young kids have been looking really fucking good lately. Zegris you know, is my boy. Yeah, you know, Trevor Zegris. I, I even I've been a big Sam Steele fan. Um, you know who knows? Like if you give oh these also guys... uh, Alex DeBrinkett's on the trade market now. He, there's rumors about him going around. Oh, oh, on the trade market. I thought I, I you said trade market. I heard free agency. Yeah, no, I mean DeBrinkett had what? I don't want to exaggerate. Is it fifty goals or forty goals? He had a lot of, uh, it was it was either fifty one or forty one. I don't think he broke fifty. Let's let's use our Google. Yeah, I'm gonna say let's research this real quick because I have no idea. I want to say forty one sounds right. Uh, forty one goals. Okay, I was right. Um, yeah. So uh, there's there's rumors of him going to New York and New Jersey. Dude, I don't see that. I don't know that anybody would pay for Alex to bring it. I wouldn't pay. For Alex to bring it. And that's nothing against him, but I get nervous about guys who play with Patrick Kane. You know? Patrick Kane is, you know, passing-wise, he's probably one of the best passers, not just in the league, but that has existed in the league. I mean, he just makes things happen with nothing. And he can get a puck pretty much anywhere he wants. So anybody that plays with Patrick Kane, I already dropped down a couple tiers. You know? It's the same thing I used to say about Juju Smith-Schuster in the NFL, right? He played with Antonio Brown. He had one really good year. I was like, yeah, no shit. It's because everybody's double covering Antonio Brown. So Juju Smith-Schuster is essentially wide open, covered by the third guy. So, yeah, he's going to have some success. And the next year when Antonio Brown left, everybody was like so hyped on drafting Juju. I'm like, don't fucking do it. It is a trap, my guy. Same thing, you know? Oh, uh, Miko Koskin, he... He's not re-signing with the Oilers. He signed with uh, that Swiss league, the USHL or whatever they're called. Yeah, I, I see you later. You know, he he I had just, flashes. The thing but... about that is, I was very, I was very surprised. I didn't know he played in the KHL for what is it five six years, and he was he's how old is he? Thirty three. So yeah. that was. I thought he was a young guy because I hadn't seen a lot of him in the NHL. Apparently, I was hey, wrong. You told me that, and I was just as surprised as you were. I thought he was a young guy. So, uh, yeah, again, see you later. Honestly, like I, I don't, I don't have anything personal against. Wait, that him. could be a that could be a spot for Gibson to go. What to Edmonton? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, you know, I don't know that anybody would be willing to pay what Gibson, you know, rightly deserves. Because it's a lot. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I, You know, again, same thing. Gibson's 28. Like, he's got a lot of hockey ahead of him. But, you know, there's, there's a pretty decent goalie market right now. Like, if you're Edmonton, this is going to sound like a weird one, but I could see them signing, like, a Marc-Andre Fleury. You know? they don't They don't go for, like, the... Like the I'm gonna build around this guy move, you know they tried that with Cam Talbot, it didn't really work out. They tried that with a couple other guys. Like I could see them. They went look. They signed Mike Smith. You know what I mean? Like right there, that should tell you a little something. Yeah. All right, I think we're dragging a little bit here. 
Yeah. I would say we're about towards the end. We covered... Uh, was there anything you wanted to talk about that we didn't cover? No, I think we touched on everything. The Gibson thing, the Donov, Johnny Torts. No, I think I'm good. Uh, yeah, this, uh, um, hold on. I said we play. Yeah. Oh, let's see. There was... Cassidy's signed in Vegas, so he's their new head coach after he was let go from Boston. I think that was, I think him getting fired from Boston we talked about. Yeah, well, that might have been in the non-existent episode, but. Yeah, so I'm not going to go because we spent like way too long on speculating that stuff, but we'll see how everything shakes out, who ends up being being in Boston, the next head coach. Yeah, a lot of people available, we'll see. Yeah. But, alright, until next time, have a good dump.